up, guys? Welcome back to the Valley Talk podcast. I think I say that the exact same way every single time. Welcome back to the Valley Talk podcast. But it's episode 10. We're in the double digits now. Rocking with it. Yeah. We're a, double, we're a double digit episode podcast from That's here a on banger. out. The rest of the way. Jeez. Well, I guess not the rest of the way. If you hit triple digits, that's not double digits. Trippy digits. Anyways, though. Jeez. Not a lot's been going on in the boys' lives recently. We're just on the grind right now. <laughs> day after day, stacking days up. I'm about to go on vacation. I have a family reunion coming up. So it's going to be good to see the fam, hang out with them, see all of them. Tell father I miss him. Yeah. yeah, Father Jeff. I'm about to <laughs> do man. three days straight of golfing. Ooh. It doesn't get any better than that. It does sound fun. Facts. Yeah. It's Go hit the old links with the boys. I'm excited to be outside in weather that's not 105 degrees. Yeah. I'm excited to be <laughs> outside and just be comfortable. Yeah, for real. When we went I'm golfing. We went golfing this last week and it got pretty hot. Yeah. It did get pretty hot. And it was a cool day. Yeah. It yeah. didn't make me like golf though. So it was a lot of fun, bro. Yeah. You gonna start picking up on it a little? Yeah, I'd only do it with you guys though, because I look like a fool out there by myself. Probably not though. I learned quick. <laughs> they call me young <laughs> chipper out there. Just Sheep. a natural athlete, eh? Yeah, natural. <laughs> Buddy was hitting bombs. Yeah. randomly. I yeah. flew a piss missile. Every <laughs> once in a while, he'd hit one. I played top golf with him a couple of times. Didn't see that. I gotta be on the, the real golf. field. I gotta be on the field because I'm a lights, camera, action kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> no? Pressure's on. Yeah. That's when hey, you step up. He's been talking about that power he holds. So yeah, I went three fifty a couple times. <laughs> I did see those three hundred ones. <laughs> I think there's one maybe pushing four, but oh, five crazy. might be a slight stretch. But <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Man. It went pretty far. Yeah, we got on recording <laughs> five hundred. Uh huh. Broke the uh, course record. Eh. First yeah. time playing golf in a long time. Yeah. Broke the course record. But he's handicap looking pretty good. Yeah. Eh? Hit a putt like Tiger from the fucking prime. <laughs> Outside the greens, you know me. Sheesh. Dropped her on the mat. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure what happened was we had the pin in and it hit the pin and it went bouncing out. And you're like, I'm just going to count it anyways. Tiger would have counted it. So. <laughs> it's a gentleman's Close game. Close enough. It's a yeah. gentleman's game. All right. First thing that we're talking about today, gentlemen, I want to hear your top three bucket list items for things that you want to do before you die. Hank, I'm putting you on the spot. Top three bucket list items. Wow. Start off three with a little casual Sandy. Um, I'm going to want to go. <laughs> I want to go to the Philippines. Mm. Nice. Because it's where my family originates from. So mm. Back to the roots. Just Filipino go there man. for like a month or something. Just indulge into my heritage and become a straight warrior. You should go there That'd for like sick. six months and live the Filipino way. Yeah. Pretty sure go off the grid. To be Just go off the grid for six months. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure everyone speaks English there. Really? Well, they also speak Tagalog, but I'm pretty sure it's like a really big English-speaking country. Tagalog. Tagalog. Oh. That's the language. Yeah. I've never Tagalog. even heard never of that. even heard of that. I didn't I know that existed. <laughs> I thought you said the Gog, whatever yeah. that means. Yeah. And this one, I got a second one. I don't know if it's still my bucket list, but when I I did a bucket list in high school, I sent it to a. a Girl I was talking to at the time, and she loved Aww. it. Made her fall in love, buddy. Aww. It was a. Uh, but he's pr- got the riz. Proposed. To, it was. It said proposed to my girlfriend. Uh. uh on the Venetian ride in Italy, like on that. Oh, 
How crazy is that? That's you definitely crazy. Googled that. She no, I didn't. I knew about that because I was obsessed with Italy at the time for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> I like Italian food or something. And I was like, Probably damn. Hey, she, she loved that, bro. So like, call me Mr. Hand. Bro, he ate some <laughs> good <laughs> pasta and thought he was Italian. Hey. The Wizard of Oz. Like <laughs> he was pulling at a young age, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was high school, but not, I never know. But, <laughs> that was done right there. Take uh, notes. Th- first man. one, I've been debating. It's either go live the monk life for a little bit in China. That'd be crazy. Oh, that would be sick. Yeah. That would be nice. I got to throw that on mine. Or. That's sick. I keep going back and forth with this one. It's crazy because you asked this. I was actually thinking about it today before you even mentioned it. Damn. It was Clown Mount Everest because I was thinking like, dang, you just got to do the stuff that you're scared of. Yeah. Because everyone's scared of Mount Everest. You can, you're not going into that not scared. For real. Yeah. And this, I feel it's like you just got to do hike, it. Buddy. Yeah. It's a battle. Hey, I'm him. You got to prepare for that one. <laughs> hey, I'll prepare. I got years. It's my bucket list. But He's got time. You never know. Like, I feel like everyone's scared when they do that. So oh, yeah. You should, People I mean, die. Probably. Yeah. Regularly, and I, I feel like if I die doing that, cool, it's a cool death, a heroic death for yeah. sure. Yeah. That's a you good just way stay to go up out. there, you yeah. know that, right? You're just dead up there. They don't take you, don't you come down. down. No, they can't. No, you're just dead Damn. up there. There's bodies up there, and they just bury you probably and leave a little. You probably just, in a couple a rocks or something. You're a glacier. Damn, you <laughs> yeah. become one with the mountain. You're an artifact. Yeah, that's actually you are fact. now Mount Everest. Yeah, think about that. You see that mountain, you're like, that's hanging right there. That's hanging right there. <laughs> yeah. Anytime yep. I think about Mount Everest, yep. so I think. Think of me like that. That's pretty sick. What about you guys? You can go, Xander. Um, one that I've always really wanted to do is I want to go deep sea fishing. Ooh. That's something I really want to do. Try to catch a shark or some shit. That'd, That'd be, be cool. Sweet. Or like a swordfish. But yeah, deep sea fishing is for sure on there. Shark um, for sure. That'd go crazy. Would you guys ever get in a cage and yes, swim a shark? I knew you were going to ask that yeah. question. And I was literally thinking about that. I was thinking about adding that to my bucket list because that would be so cool. Yeah. I would even do it in just scuba gear right next to him. Really? Cat. I wouldn't even yeah. be in a cage. Cat. I couldn't do that. I, they only attack you if they smell the blood. Come on. That's Cap. No. Like, no, that's Someone not a little true. hungry in that group? Someone just dead. died in Egypt. Like They were probably bleeding yeah. in some way. Yeah. Or some shark was just extra hungry. You we're going to have to fact check that. <laughs> you can fact check it. I know everything. Okay. Use a dictionary. I, I want to <laughs> do it with scuba gear, but if I'm in a cage, I think I'd do it. It'd be That'd dope. Be Would you do it up close, if it was in a cage, but you knew the shark was aggressive and pissed? Yes. That would be even cooler because the cage can protect you and you get like a real life. If I knew the cage was reliable... Yeah, if the cage broke, that would suck. There's like a 90-10 chance. Would you do it? 10% you're going down. I'm taking that risk. I'm taking that risk too. 90% chance at the lock. Until that 10% cage I'm putting the the house on that. (laughs) Throw it all in. I'm black. Yeah, let's just hope for not the 10%. Alright, number two. I've always wanted to do like a safari trip. So like the Australia Outback or Africa or something like that. That would be badass. I'd go on a safari trip. I feel like that'd be sweet to see those exotic animals. Count me in too. An elephant Mm -hmm. in its natural habitat. I want to see a cheetah. Or a giraffe. I see giraffes all the time. What? Where? Everyone's a giraffe to you. That's true. The zoo. You got to look up to everyone. Cut that. Cut that. You just cut that. <laughs> Producer needs to cut that. Sorry. <laughs> I woke up and chose violence today. <laughs> All right, last one, Xander. Um, 
Last one, I want to be able to change, like, someone's life. Ooh. Like, the kids in Africa or something along those lines. I don't know what exactly, but, like, make a big impact on someone in need's life. Nice. It's definitely That's on good. there, too. That's, That's a good solid. One. Build a will in Africa. Retire my mom. Stuff like that. Nice. That's good. I would What's say this? I want to go scuba not scuba diving what's it where you put the full-blown suit on and you can go super deep is that scuba diving yeah that's scuba diving. Yeah, I'm getting scuba. scuba diving and snorkeling mixed up so i want to go scuba diving like legit and go super deep that'd be cool i also want to do a squirrel suit oh that's no way dog that would be crazy i've watched videos on youtube and there's like a really popular one of this dude um, squirrel suiting down the mountain. It's like when you're like gliding along the mountain, you get and it really has close like a little web in between your arms and your legs, so it makes you fly. Nah, screw that, man. It would be crazy I'm if they taught Iron... you how to do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm my sure. Iron Man suit though. You can do that. Be true. I'll fly by. Yeah. There's a video of a dude doing that, and as he's going down, his legs clip the edge of the mountain, oh, no. and you just see him wipe out oh. and go like flipping and. I think he ended up dying. Rest in peace, brother. Yeah, bless his soul. That's one of those ninety ten chance things that I'm taking again. Dude, that is a lot higher chances than ninety. It's like a forty sixty. No way. (laughs) Yeah, that's dangerous. Either that or paragliding. Paragliding doesn't make any sense to me though, because you just have the bar and it's like you just hang on there. Yeah. I don't know if you're strapped in or what, but I swear in the movies they make it look like you're just hanging on the bar. You're definitely strapped in. You, yeah, you, you drop your dumb. You gotta be shocked, <laughs> You get sweaty yeah. hands. You might as well see ya. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? no kidding. Your arms get tired. Gonzo. <laughs> Bro. All right. The last one I would say. These are in no particular order. I want to play golf at a golf course in Ireland that has like nice. all the castles around it. There's a specific mm. one, but I don't know the name. I think of I've it. seen that. Yeah, isn't that where like golf was started? The yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. I'll look it up. That's beautiful. Yeah, with all the castles. I think Ireland is like my homeland. I wonder if you can slam beers there. Oh, yeah. That's all they do in Ireland. Oh, shit. It's just a drinking cup. My regular. That's a little raspy, huh? (laughs) He would fit in well there. I don't know. It's shown a lot of golf courses. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there's honestly multiple that have castles. Yeah, that'd be really cool, though. Like stone castles. You gotta figure that one out. It would be so cool to have a castle. With a uh, moat. Is that what it's called? A moat? Mm, the thing that goes around it that's water. Ooh. When you're completely... I have no idea. I think it's called a, a moat. No. I think it's called a moat. Pond? And <laughs> <laughs> you put... it. Look it up. When you have like a stream surrounding you, but it's for protection. Yep. Moat. Moat. Nice. Wow. And put alligators in it. See, you call me a dictionary <laughs> earlier. I'm a dictionary. But put alligators in it and then have a massive drawbridge that comes down and that's the only way to cross the moat. Some medieval <sighs> shit right there. The word moat doesn't mean anything to me now because I said the word moat nine it's times. It's like a moat. Abbreviation for motorboat. Oh, <laughs> I like that. Whoa. I like driving boats. Say the word moat 12 times in a row and I guarantee you it has no meaning after that. Has no meaning. That's why I'm not meaning. Like you know, when bro. You when you word? overthink words like that, and you look at it, it looks so weird. And yeah, like, sounds weird when you the start overthinking. Like moat. The American vocabulary. Words are like just that. sounds. We're being honest. Huh? Words are just sounds. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, they are sounds. Good point. Unless Andy. you can't speak, <laughs> then they are just letters. Good. 
<laughs> All right. Then, yeah, they're not words. All right, moving on. We gotta <laughs> let's go to the next thing. Hank. Up next, we have Hank's Flavor God Food Review. Oh, take shit. it away, Hank. So, short notice today. <laughs> my fault. Um, stopped at the gas station. I heard in that beautiful Gatorade Zero Berry. <laughs> saw this on the cash register. I said, you know what? The boys got to try this. It is the Kit Kat Churro flavor. Limited edition. I don't know about you guys, but I love me a churro. Oh, yeah. I love me a Kit Kat. And I do love Kit Kats. Churros. Have you had those exotic ones where they put like different fillings inside the churros? Chocolate Nutella ones? That's not real. Or the, that like, just creamy sauce? I don't know. That (laughs) one fired too. I opened this like a dummy. Here you go, Xander. Spontaneous snack. Smell test. Smells like a cinnamon Kit Kat. <laughs> let me let me take it. it. Smells good. Wow. 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 He likes <laughs> it. He likes it. Mm. I love that. Wow. I'll do a little ASMR since Kit Kat does this for their commercials. We are not sponsored, but we yeah. will negotiate a contract. We're taking any sponsors at this point. Uh-huh. So. Come on, ladies and gentlemen. Come on. Give us a sponsor. Wow. didn't even crack like it does in the commercials. Yeah, the I, didn't, I didn't hear that oh. either. I'm going to give it a nine. I like this better than the original Kit Kat. Sue me. <laughs> All right. Fine. I will sue you, Hank. <laughs> but I would agree with you. Better than the original Kit Kat. 9.2. Uh, it's like agree. literally a churro, but Must in a bet. Kit Kat. How do wow. they do that? Can't be good for you. <laughs> it's all in a factory, right? They make it all in a factory. They just got multiple settings on these machines. Or do they have a whole churro Kit Kat factory? There's no way. What blows my mind is think about the world and how many products there are. How many different items there are. There should be factories for all these different things. I mean, I know that they make multiple things at different factories. Where are these factories? Yeah. Like, like, where did I, you make that Kit Kat? I swear I don't see that many factories ever. Yeah. And probably like places like New York and shit. <laughs> like those really populated cities. It's crazy to me. I have lived my whole life and I just don't know where things come from. Like think about the journey China, a Kit duh. Kat has to go to to get to Gothenburg, Nebraska. Yeah. Like, wow. That's crazy. A lot probably of moving far. parts. A lot of moving parts. Think about setting that up. That takes... Oh, that would be so much. Shout out to the CEO of Kit Kat. Yeah. You're killing it. <laughs> are they are they Hershey? Because maybe it's know. Pennsylvania, buddy. Let's see. No, I'm ripping another one though. Oh, you didn't even finish yours, Xander. No, go ahead and rip it, buddy. No sweets for this guy. He's fake. Yeah, I bet they're all made in like urban areas though. I feel like Michigan. That's all Michigan is. Is factory. Michigan, Milwaukee. These were made in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Oh, I called it. It's the Kit Kat factory. said Hershey, Pennsylvania. You did say that. You did? Have you ever been to Hershey, Pennsylvania? No. I went on a trip. Is that where Hershey chocolate's from? Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. What a great guess. They have this whole... Yeah. Never would have thought that. Mm -hmm. There's a whole thing. Massive building. And you can buy like a pound of Hershey Kiss. That sounds... Shitty. Yeah, <laughs> but it's yeah, a whole thing. It's a whole ordeal. I remember uh, when I was younger, my dad for my birthday one time bought me a like, literally like a, I'm pretty sure it was like five pound Hershey chocolate bar. Damn. 
Like it was this big, thicker than shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally diabetes. And literally had to like slice it with a hard ass knife. Dang. And I got pissed one day because he just threw it away. What? <laughs> yeah. Because he's like, dog, you're not eating all that. <laughs> I was like, just sad. I was like, damn. I'm surprised you didn't kill that in a day. No. I little baby If you Hank. kill that in a day, you'd kill yourself. You got problems. <laughs> you got problems. Sander, I'm really curious to know what your rating on that was. Because we moved on from the conversation, and I am, I care about what you want to say. I appreciate you, man. Thank you for being compassionate. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, I'm... <laughs> What am I basing it off of? Like candies? Candy. Ooh. Not overall, because you no matter what, it's what? just sugar. So it's going to be better than a... Yeah. yeah think about it as like your compared know, to the else. regular Kit Kat. Compared to the regular or Kit just Kat, any, it's better. No, for any sure. candy at all. Okay. For your I'll rating give her number. an 8.7. Oh. Okay. Do you like it better than regular eight, Kit seven. Kat? Yeah, I like it better than regular Kit Kat. Solid. For sure. What about the white Kit Kats? You all rock them? I was, just, no. I was disappointed I by the fact that it was all facade. That snap noise it makes when you break it apart. That dropped it a couple decimal points for me. False yeah. advertising. Interesting. Not I don't know about all that. But False advertising. We're suing you. We're suing a lot of people. You're suing Kit Kat. I'm suing Hank. If you had to guess how many grams of sugar is one of these packs. 64. I think that's high. I'm saying 42. You're pretty close. Damn, I'm good. 20 <laughs> of normal sugar, but 18 added sugar. So I mean, oh my, 38. I was double. Quick math. No, it's the same. What? Yeah, I don't know how two, they did sugar. Shit 20 works. grams of sugar, but 18 of those 20 are added. Two of oh, them are okay, normal. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I thought it meant like that's a different kind of sugar added on top of it or some no. shit. When I was a personal trainer, we or in personal training school, I'm a personal trainer still. We had to learn everything about nutrition labels. Weird. That's kind of surprising. I feel like it would be a lot more grams than that. Me too. Like Gatorades I mean, it's have small. Gatorades have way more sugar than that in them. What does yours? That's why I drink them. You're so healthy. Yeah, thanks. Look at you. <laughs> this guy's making smart life health choices. Hey. Almost 40 pounds down, baby. <laughs> you better hop on the way before it's too late, ladies. Yeah, catch some hop train. on the train. Poster boy's coming. We're flying through town. No horns or nothing. Hank's under, <laughs> <laughs> Hank's under 200 soon. Coming soon. Da, da, da. Yeah. Then, it's over. Boys then it's over. Then it's over. Yeah. Whole world better. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> over. Then he won't fight me because I'll weigh him it's too over much. for these hoes after that. Yeah. I think Hank is scared to fight me because Hank and I... Call out. Hank hasn't been talking shit recently. <laughs> and any time that I fake wrestle or start boxing him recently, he's never, he just runs away. People always ask me, they say, is the Hank and Tyler fight still on? And I say, it is for my team, but I don't think the other <laughs> team's showing up. And I don't think they're signing the contract. I think he's a little scared over there. Yeah, we've been working in silence. We've been working in silence. <laughs> We're not showing the enemy our footage anymore. We just know we've been working in the in the combat gym and he hasn't, so it's over. I'm not, I'm I've not been hitting worried. some triangles. I've been learning some new moves. I've been taking people out. Just know I'm getting sharper, and that blade's getting dull. <laughs> All right, that was actually pretty, that was a pretty good comeback. <laughs> I will give it to you, but it doesn't matter. Either way, so yeah, 
When I'm 280 and you're 180, are you still going to fight me? No. Any man who brings oxygen is fair game. <laughs> I'm not scared. I, I know of you're going to pull out some McGregor shit. I'm not scared of no man. If you breathe oxygen, you're fair game. This press conference, if it ends up ever <laughs> happening, is going to be insane. I'm going to have to like full blown like get in an angry mood to just talk a bunch of mad shit to Hank. Yeah, we got to do like an official press conference. Mm-hmm. I'll be the mediator asking questions, provoking some shit as well. Yeah. You're like the Dana White in the middle. Yeah. We're on the two sides. And there's the crown in the middle. And we just start fighting yeah. in the middle for the crown already. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fire. That'd be dope for sure. Okay, moving on to the next topic. Xander, I'm going to ask you this one first. I never ask you questions first. I always ask Hank questions first. Terry Boss. Because he's more in my direct line of sight. i got to tilt my head over to talk to you. Anyways, though. Um, oh, if you could go back in time and give your 16 year old self one piece of advice, what would it be? Um, I think mine would just be to not care what others think Nice. and like to pursue what truly makes you happy in life and what you're passionate about because you only get this life one time, you know, Mm -hmm. and when it's all said and done, we're all going to die. So like, what does it matter what someone's? opinion is of you and why are you going to let yeah. someone's opinion dictate what you do in your life you know mm-hmm. and like hold you back from pursuing the things that actually make you happy and i feel so, like in high school too that'd be a really good lesson to learn earlier because in high school for some reason you care what people think about yeah. you more especially in a smaller town yeah because you're like you feel like you're surrounded by these people mm-hmm. so you feel like you have to live up to their expectations when there's really no expectations yeah because yeah. they're all bombs they're not all bums, well, but like, yeah, like they're just damn. They're, they're not but like they're figuratively bums. Like, mm-hmm. they in your story, in their they're mind, bums. Yeah, like they're not. They don't have to mean anything. Yeah, like they could yeah. be cool. It's not the end of the day. Yeah, they're and like think about it when someone's like judgmental towards somebody else, they forget it within the next day. You know, yeah. so why are you gonna let something that was a thought for one moment? have such a big effect on your life Mm -hmm. down the line and bother you, you know? And I feel like it stops you from doing so many things if you worry about what other people are going to think or say. Yeah, it holds you back in fear of, like, what their judgment's going to be when in reality their judgment doesn't matter. Yeah, It's like we get one life on this planet, so we got to make the most of it while we're here. Facts. For me, I would probably try and teach my younger self how to grow at things at a younger age because I didn't start like how to get better at things like you just have to commit time and do it over and over and over again especially with like sports and stuff if i had the mentality that i had when i was 18 at 16 when i was in high school like i basically throughout my whole younger life just tried to get by try to do the bare minimum for everything so if i taught myself how to grow like i learned it through the gym but if i taught myself how to grow and get better at things at a younger age I would be so much farther advanced. That's a good one. I feel like that makes you like appreciate pain and trials a mm-hmm. lot more too because you know when you go through those pain and trials, you're going to grow from it and become better from it. And I feel like some people never learn that lesson that you have to just stack days. You have to continue showing up mm-hmm. in order to get what you want. Yeah. Some people just like give up after it gets pretty hard or they fail the first or second time. So I feel like learning that at a young age if you can like you're chilling big time yeah consistency is key Mm -hmm. if i loved the gym when i was in high school like it'd be over 
those people that started lifting at like 14, 15, 16. Can't be, you can't be athletic. afraid of failure either because that like at the end of the day, even if you fail, you still learn from it mm-hmm. and grow from it. Mm-hmm. So it's like the bad things in life really aren't bad. Yeah. You can turn them into positive. It depends how you react to it. It's all, you yeah. You can either let it tear you down and chop you down or you can use it as a tool to help you grow. So. It all just depends on your mindset. If you have yeah. that mindset where you're focused on it being something, growth, then there's like a positive yeah. from the negative. Yeah. But if you just focus on the negative and how it's all going bad, then like you can't and there's no positive that comes from it. Like you told me the other day, I don't know if you told me it, but I think you told me it the other day. I was talking to my mom and she was talking about like the highs being really high and the lows being really low. Was that you that told me about that? I don't know. But um, so I was telling her like the highs, like it sucks because the highs feel really high, the lows feel really low. But if everything was right in the middle, if you think about like a heart monitor, if it's right in the middle, that means you flatlined. Nice. Like it has to go up and down. So like when you're at your high, you have to know that like you have to be like, all right, the lows are coming. So you have to enjoy that high while you're on the high. But then when you're in the low, then you know it's going to go up eventually. So like you yeah. can be positive and focus on that. That's a good analogy, the heart yeah. monitor. I know. When I, you, did you tell me that or did I see I it on a, I probably saw it on a video or something. But yeah, life-changing yeah. mindset. Life is not linear. It ebbs and flows. Mm-hmm. It's always going up and down. You just got to learn to enjoy the process and enjoy the beauties of life. Like even in the lows, there's still beauty in life and blessings. Yep. Even at our lows. And a quote I saw that I liked a lot is sometimes you have to hit rock bottom to realize that God is that rock at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you got to hit that foundation or hit rock bottom to see that God is that rock, that foundation at the bottom. Yeah. And sometimes you got to break completely down to build up in a better way, you know, mm-hmm. so. for sure. All right, Hank, what are you telling your 16 year old? We went stuff? off on that. Yeah, um, sure. that was awesome. I think I would tell <clears throat> it's all perspective that like, um, always think like I wish I would have done that different like I wish I would have said that or acted different mm-hmm. like I think it was like just do like don't be fucking ah. just don't be like <laughs> don't be scared like just yeah. do what you want say what you want to say do what you want to do like don't try to fit in because those people you're shining yourself with you're not going to see them anymore and the mm-hmm. people that are your real friends are just gonna they're gonna stay with you. Yeah. So yeah. like you shouldn't try to impress people that in those f- next four years you're never you're never gonna communicate with again. Yeah. Like you don't put on a show for people that aren't gonna buy tickets later. Yeah. Like I feel I struggle with that a lot because I try to be friends with everybody. Yeah, same. And like I was thinking about this today for some reason I was sitting. I was sitting in my car waiting to go into work and I was looking at my tagged posts from my Instagram posts I've been tagged in. Scroll all the way to the bottom and I was like tagged in a bunch of people's posts that I literally don't even follow on Instagram anymore. Like we're not. Like at that time, they were close friends and I cared about what they thought, what they Mm -hmm. said. But now, like they're not, we're not still talking. So it's like only apply like intentionality only really put your energy into the people that are really close with you yeah because you're like get spread too thin if you try to do it so many people 
and ninety percent of those people yeah. won't matter in the long run. Yeah, and your close yeah. friends know who the real the real person is, so you don't. Yeah. You, just, you just try to be genuine because then you're you won't ever make a real friend because mm-hmm. then they think they're yeah. just a fraud. And that kind of correlates what I said, like not caring what others think. Like you literally just got to be you and express who you truly are. If someone doesn't fuck with you for who you are, then they're not meant for you. Yeah. They're not meant to be in your life. The one, if you be yourself, then you're going to attract the people that are meant to be in your life and who like you for who you are, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like, if you're always putting up a facade of who you are, putting on a mask, then you're drawing these people in that like who you are in that mask, but they're not really your friends because they don't yeah. know the real you and you're always putting that mask on when you're around them, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, those people aren't really meant to be in your life. Yeah. So it's like the people that are meant to be there are going to like you for exactly who you are. Yeah. I think they should do a study on like the difference between growing up in like a small town like in Nebraska and like growing mm-hmm. up in a huge town because I went to high school in both places. And, and like a small town, you feel like a social hierarchy mm-hmm. like in the school. And it's like pressure. Like, for sure. It's like a pressure on you. And, but when I went to a big school, like there wasn't that. There was no social hierarchy. Like, no one cared what other people did. Like, there's just groups of people that had their own friend group. But there's, like, never, like, oh, you're the loser kids. And yeah. You're popular kids. Like, there was none of that. Like, it was so big. Like, like there wasn't that, that pressure of, like, oh, my God, I got to fit in. Because there's always mm-hmm. going to be people just vibing, having and fun. that's what I like about living in a bigger town is, yeah. like, everybody here or nobody here, like, is judgmental or cares what you're doing you know everybody's just being creative and pursuing what they yeah. actually want in life like everybody's chasing a dream here you yeah know? there's too much like, there's too many people to worry about what else other people's doing yeah there's so, no point that's one thing i liked about living here is yeah. like you know, and you can always like meet new people like in a small town small school yeah. like if you don't click with like anybody yeah, like you don't have screwed. options yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm curious, both of you, what would you guys raise your kids in a small school, small town, small school, or big town, big school? I personally, I think I would like a small town better to raise kids just because it's more of like a community, you know, mm-hmm. like everybody knows everybody, which can also be a negative. But at the end of the day, like when everybody knows everybody, they care everybody in the town cares about everybody, you know? So it's like, you always have other people looking out for them. And I feel like there's a lot less crime, obviously. And just, I don't know. I feel like there's better morals in like that small town community Mm -hmm. and more of a connection in that small town community. Yeah. I feel like I would do like a medium size. That's, that wasn't the option, but like a school that's pretty big, a school that's big enough to where you can, meet new people and find a bunch of different groups, but also small enough to where there's a little bit of that community. I think one of the biggest things that I disliked about going to a really tiny school was I didn't have to work on my social skills at all because I grew up with all the kids. I didn't have to get to know people. I didn't have to meet people. So like other people would meet people from different towns and become close friends with people from different towns. But I never really like knew how to build a friendship because all the friendships that I had, I grew up with. So I didn't really learn how to make a friend. And so then when I got thrown out into the public, like when I went to Florida, I literally for the first three weeks didn't hang out with anyone. I just chilled in my room the entire time, watched TV, 
Like I didn't socialize with anyone. I didn't try and make friends because I didn't know how to. And so that was one of the biggest things because nobody, I, I didn't know any known strange faces. So I like that about like a bigger size school because you have to get to know people. You don't just know them from kindergarten. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that definitely would build that social scale yeah. a lot mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd have That's my kid point. grow up in a medium size. Because when I did move to a bigger school, it was like, it wasn't super huge. It wasn't like LA. It was like perfect. It was like probably a thousand kids in school. So it's not crazy. Yeah. It was big, but it wasn't crazy. thousand kids in the whole school or in a grade? In the whole school. Okay. Because I noticed there, um, academics were better. The curriculum was way better. Like we had, there were smarter people. There was smarter, like, there's more ceiling there, and then the, the, if you want your kid to either do well in academics or s- sporting-wise, it's more higher chance if you're in like a bigger place yeah. if you want him to excel. Because mm-hmm. there's just more, there's better competitions in yeah. the inner city. And I feel like a lot of like small schools, they just kind of have to fill certain roles, like for teachers and coaches. Oh, yeah. like they just need a body and a place. Whereas, yeah. like, the bigger schools, they, like, recruit people yeah. to like, actually... I remember, like, this is crazy. I remember I was a sophomore in COZAD. They I took a action biology class. Like, it's not in the real biology class. It was the stupid biology class. I failed. <laughs> I literally failed. And then I took regular biology in Colorado. Actually, just regular biology, like the one you're supposed to take. Mm-hmm. Literally got an A+. Plus because the teacher actually knew how to teach instead of yeah. giving us... A quiz book and then saying, "Oh, we got a test at the end of the week." Like she actually knew how to teach. So just yeah. if you're if you have a good teacher, you can learn anything. Uh-huh. Like that pissed me off because that I hated that. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like especially for sports too, yeah. it's such a big difference. Yeah, because just like you said, the competition is so much bigger. And like, like with sports in Gothenburg, like you already knew you were gonna make the yeah. team. And that's like you didn't have to put in extra work to make the team or yeah, anything. That's why I liked Colorado because like they're the sports there you just didn't get on the team you had to try out. So yeah. like it makes you work harder. So because mm-hmm. it's like oh shit if I don't work hard I just be a bum I'm, you're not gonna make it. Like there's other kids that are going to want that spot. So yeah, it just makes you have to do harder, go harder. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty good. That's this good is kind of a little bit off track, but. I'm curious to know your guys' thoughts, especially you, Xander, because you played multiple sports throughout your entire high school career. Would well, you did for some of your high school career? Um, I'm a legend. <laughs> um, Short and sweet. Do you think it's better to do multi sports, like all like basketball, football, track, or Ooh. be sport specific? One sport, you just grind at it. Well, I feel like if like you're trying to pursue to go to the next level in a certain sport, like you're trying to go D1 or make a lifestyle out of like going to the league, going pro, mm-hmm. then definitely focus on one sport because you're putting all your attention on that and not dispersing your skill and attention on multiple sports, you know? So yeah. obviously if you're focusing on one single sport, you're going to get better at that sport compared to jumping around. So yeah, I feel like if it's something you're truly passionate about and want to go somewhere in life with it, then one sport. Mm-hmm. If you're just doing it for a hobby, then yeah, that's good. I would agree because I feel like, like you obviously practice like for football, you practice three or four months, and you practice three or four months for basketball, and you don't even do anything football related, or mm-hmm. if you're doing track, you don't do anything basketball related, and vice versa. You don't do any of that sport, so it's like the same thing with what I was talking about with growth earlier. 
like it's hard to get really good at something if you're not doing it consistently. Yeah. So like if I, if I could go back and re-choose, I would probably do, I would probably still do football and basketball, but I wouldn't, I don't know, I did golf too, so I guess golf was pretty lit. But I would try and be more focused on like football and stuff because yeah. I like completely stopped thinking about football until football came back up. Yeah. So, you, I mean, you don't really have an off-season to focus on that sport yeah. when you do multiple sports. Because, like you said, mm-hmm. you just jump into the next one. So, you don't have the off-season to yeah. focus for the upcoming season. Yeah. I actually saw something about this, like, the other day on Instagram. Like, it's better for you to develop skills than athleticism at an early age. Like, instead of doing multiple sports, develop athleticism. Mm-hmm. Like, it's actually better to develop a specific skill in the sport at a younger age because it's harder to develop skill as you get older rather than athleticism. Yeah, that's It's so easier true. to build your athleticism when you're older, when you're getting older, instead of, like, catching up to a certain skill-wise. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Because you're just naturally getting more athletic when you go through puberty yeah. and stuff, so you're going to naturally get more athletic. Yeah. I saw that in, like, a baseball thing. Like, that's... it's better, to like, to focus on, like, how you're pitching and not really focus on, like, how, like, athletic you are how fast it is just like getting mechanics perfect mm-hmm. then folks you know fundamental yeah yeah that's why i like my dad kind of pushed me more towards doing multiple sports so that i could build overall athleticism but definitely think about that now you can easily build up your athleticism but yeah. not as easily a skill for a sport so because your athleticism kicks in and just wants to get, yeah. like do it how like it feels yeah yeah if you have that mind-muscle connection. Yeah. All right, moving on to our last segment of the day. We have ZSPN. dun dun Clocking back into ZSPN with Stephanie Paulson. Um, now that the NBA is over, we really don't have a lot of entertaining sports going on. Yeah, yeah this sad. is the dry smart part of sports, and it's just... That's uh, why we got UFC to say MLB, tennis. I'm so glad I'm an ML- or a UFC fan now Yeah. because I got something to look forward to. Yeah, that's what's nice about UFC is it's like a year-round thing rather mm-hmm. than a season. Yeah. yeah. Love it. I love, love it. it. Yeah. I saw. Oh, speaking of, let you talk first. speaking of UFC, though, I hope you did not take Hank's advice on putting the house. Yeah, on Benil Daryush last week. Oh, <laughs> that was my bad, boys and ladies. Oliveira <laughs> indeed did take him out. I don't remember what you said about Amanda Nunes. What did you say for that one? I don't even know if we talked about that. Oh yeah, we didn't. We didn't even touch on Amanda Nunes. But I want to touch on her real quick because she is the women's goat. In the UFC, the best women's UFC fighter of all time to date, in my yeah, humble opinion. Yeah, she's good, but and she, straight cheese. She retired last weekend. That's yeah. huge. That was huge. She's retired on. on top with the with the double belts. Yeah, now it just means women's MMA is done. <laughs> yep. So there's two in, vacant in titles. Place. Two vacant titles. I had Amanda Nunes in my parlay. Finally hit a parlay with Amanda Nunes in it. Yeah, I had the opposite, whatever the other lady's name was, and she fought like dog shit. She was <laughs> oh straight God, up a human punch. It was embarrassing. You should remind me of how bad it was. Wow. That was embarrassing for me as a one-day fan of that lady. <laughs> I was. Amanda Nudez straight up just chopped her up, bro. Used her as a human punching bag. Yeah, she sucked. That was bad. Yeah, that was pretty bad. But my bet wasn't big, so it doesn't make up for the huge loss Amanda gave me. 
in that one mm. parlay I told you about. Yeah. I had a big parlay in the past, and I would have won over $500. Mm. Amanda Nunez, a minus 1,000 favorite, threw her in the parlay because I was like, oh, it's a lock. She's minus 1,000. It probably gave me 10 extra dollars, and I lost over $500 because she lost as a minus 1,000 favorite. I will never live that down. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. All right, so let's get into NBA because it just ended, and as we know, the Nuggets won the NBA Finals. It's pretty Didn't crazy. How do you feel about it, though? I don't feel anything. I feel <laughs> fine. <laughs> I don't, I don't, yeah. Go, Nuggets. Yeah, I'd say I feel fine, too. But Jokic is maybe the coldest man in the world. Yeah. When it's all said and done, Spadass. he's going to be known as one of the best posts to ever play. He's like, fuck the parade. I just want to pet my horses. <laughs> <laughs> he's a character, bro. Yeah. I'm happy for Jamal Murray, though, after that. ACL injury yeah. he had that took him out for a long time. He has a pretty cool comeback story. Yeah. Comeback yeah. winning the title with Jokic. Yeah, he's cool. Mm. Did you see at the parade though? They were saying some out of pocket shit. Like, like they always do now. Travis Kelsey ruined the parades. Now they just yeah. he didn't ruin them, but now they just all get super blacked out. Yeah. Like so they're calling they're calling the Nuggets head coach like LeBron's daddy and shit. Uh, Why would you do that? Uh, LeBron was pissed. You he, can't do that. He shot back at him. He was calling him lambs. He was like, enjoy your light now, but just know I'm the sun. I'm here forever. I was like, oh, that's a bar. <laughs> that was All a right, full ass response. Jeez. LeBron's yeah. like that. Um, other NBA news real quick. Sun's mm. got Bradley Beal. That's pretty Ooh, wild. That is, got that's huge for us. Give that, trade, superstar. give that trade a rating. I think it was a good changeup. Like, they needed a, another score. I mean. I'd say A minus, no to be honest. It's a great trade. Bro, and they have three efficient scorers. Like, that's going to open the floor up so much for them. They have somebody they can – another person they can rely on to score and shoot. It's like, dude, that dude, is going to open Beal the floor nasty, up so much. dog. What are you talking about? He's him. Beal is he one up, of a kind. Are yeah. you kidding? He's, he's put up consistent 40 pieces. If Beal wasn't on, on the Washington Wizards, he'd be one of the best players in the NBA. At first, I thought it was a good trade. Because they got rid of someone that is super old for someone that's not as old. Yeah. But also Bradley Beal's been super injury prone recently the last couple of years. So yeah. is Chris Paul though. Exactly. So it kind of doesn't it cancels out. That's a negative for uh-huh. both of them. But they should have traded injury prone for someone that's not injury prone because they just got Kevin Durant, who's probably the most injury prone person in the league. Okay. So now they have two people, and Devin Booker's been really injury prone the last year. So, if they have three people playing 60 games a year, like, what are they going to do? We get Zion. Let's just, let's just hope. <laughs> I'm not done talking shit on this trade. I give it a C- minus overall. Wow. Because, like, man. Chris Paul doesn't demand the ball. He doesn't need the ball. Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, they need the ball. So, they just traded in someone that also needs the ball. Look at any big three that has ever been successful. They have a guard, a small forward, and a center. DeAndre Ayton is not that guy for them, not good enough for them to be a big three. Which they might be getting rid of him. Which they should, and they should get more role players for him and get a solid center. But more people off the bench, because right now they only have a starting five. If they get anywhere into the depth, if any of their players are hurt, they don't got anybody. But now they have three players that demand the ball, because Bradley Beal demands the ball as well. So they don't have anyone to pass the ball. Shooting guard, shooting guard. They don't have a true point guard anymore both with Devin Booker and Bradley Beal. And they don't have a big 
center that can do anything. So personally, I think the team, it, they're still a good team. I don't think they made the championship move to get them to where they need to be to win a championship. They need yeah, Dennis Schroeder. Those other guys Maybe. are injury prone, but that means like say KD or Devin Booker, one of them were out. Now it's not all relying on one star player. There's still another superstar there. I agree. Carry. But let's look at the playoff games where they played who, the Nuggets, where you have to have an effective offensive scheme in order to beat their defense because they focus heavily on defense. If you watched all those games of the series, it was a one-on-one ball for every single trip down the floor. It was Devin Booker, one-on-one, one-on-one, one-on-one. He misses a couple, get it to KD. He goes one-on-one, one-on-one. And so they don't actually play an offense, which will get you through the season. That'll get you 60, 70 wins in a year. But when it comes to playoff basketball, when they actually play hard defense, like that's it, it works like we saw some of the time. It works two of the, two of the games out of the six. Like it'll work when they're hot, but inevitably they're not going to be hot. So I, I could see it. I think Bradley Beal is a good enough scorer to where he could win them some more games. But I just don't think that they're going to have that good of chemistry on the court. Because, like, you think about any big three that has had two guards in a small forward. Like, think about the Nets with Kevin Durant, um, Harden, and Harden, and Kyrie. It just fell apart. Yeah. Like, all of the small big threes. They played, like, nine games together, though. That's true. Yeah. That's I was going to say, that was one of my biggest worries, was historically, when KD's been on a big three, mm-hmm. hasn't done well, other than the Warriors, obviously. Yeah. He did great. But, like, the Nets... They fell apart, like you said, but also, like you said, there's, they didn't play together much. And then when he was at OKC with Russell Westbrook and James Harden, given James Harden was not in his prime yet either. So, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of factors that go into it. Mm-hmm. But if you think about the true big threes, like the Heat, Dwayne Wade, LeBron, Chris Bosh, the Celtics, Ray Allen, Kevin Garnett, Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce, like – all of the big threes have big, medium, small guys. So, I don't know. It could be good. Yeah. I just don't think it was the championship move. That's Beautifully true. said. Thank you. That's true. I didn't also have all those opinions weren't all mine. I talked to multiple people about it, and that's yeah. what changed my opinions on it. But. Also, like you said, Chris Paul being gone, a true point guard, it's going to – when you have multiple scores, people who are scoring, it makes them more – like the defense worry about those other players, so it opens mm-hmm. the – floor a lot more so like say KD drives obviously they want to help because he's a scorer and he has somebody to kick it out to it's yeah. like it's just going to open the floor a lot more when they have three different places that can score consistently that opens or makes them a lot more worried across the whole floor I think if they can stay healthy and put in an offensive scheme or multiple different plays where their offense actually has to run then I think they have a large chance. Yeah. But See, if I, they try to play the one-on-one solo ball, then I don't think they have yeah. a chance. I feel like when they try to do a lot of isolation and they pull stupid shots, that is not – or that's when they yeah. don't do well. Mm-hmm. Like KD and – Unless Devin Booker or KD are just going off. Sometimes it works where they just throw up, like, contested-ass shots and they go in. But Yeah. It works sometimes, but at the end of the game when it's on the line, it's like you cannot yeah. rely on that. Just throwing up prayers and hoping it goes in. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, we'll move on. Um, I should be a sports have, analyst. Have, that's pretty good. I'm not going to lie. 
Um, so we have UFC this upcoming weekend. Honestly, it's a pretty shitty fight night card. The it's only... it's not a shitty card. It's just like no one knows who these people are. Yeah. Did you guys see that Cyril Gunn has a fight? Yeah, it's I don't neither. Really, yeah, I didn't see that. He's fight. fighting number eight. He's the number one contender. He's fighting eight. Well, who he should be. He sucks. Who is it? Okay. Cyril Gunn versus uh, Sergey Spivak. Cyril Gunn oh, is dude. top five. He's a killer. Fighter. No, that's the wrong Sergey. Oh. <laughs> it's just the weak one. Okay. <laughs> Cyril Gunn by brutal knockout. I don't know. It's probably going to be the too. shittiest fight ever. I feel like there's not I a lot of fighters who pissed off. There's not a lot yeah. of fighters who take Shield Gone out. I feel like John yeah. Jones and Sergey Spivak are outliers. Yeah, they gave him wrestler. <laughs> and I would love to see a John Jones Shield Gone too. Same. Because I don't think, I don't think, I think, I think John Jones moment. wins seventy to eighty percent. If they fought ten times, he wins seven out of seven or eight of those times. But I don't think. He's too caught up in the moment. Yeah, I feel like he just wasn't ready for that. Because he got by a guillotine. You only get in a guillotine if you F up. Yeah. So, like, he F'd up. Wait, Cyril Gaon against John Jones? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it was rear naked. No, it was just on the fence guillotine. Yeah. His head was under his chest. He had nowhere to go. Trapped against the fence. So I think he has a better chance if they fight again. If If he could stand and bang with him, which I know John Jones doesn't do that. If he could stand and bang with him, that would be his best chance. That's a bad game plan for him in heavyweights, though. John Zero Jones. Gone. John Jones. Oh. That's a bad game plan for him to try to stand and bang yeah, with heavyweights. Yeah, that's why I don't think if they. That's why I think if they fought seven or ten times, John Jones would win seven out of eight or seven or eight because he would go to the ground and just beat the shit out of him. But if Cyril Gon could get him to stand and bang, I think Cyril Gon has a much better chance. Yeah, he'd whoop his ass probably. Probably. All right, yeah, so not much to talk about UFC-wise. Um, we watched the U.S. Open. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I put some money on it, and I won two out of the three bets. So. Nice. No biggie. Hit on the golf parlays? Yep. Money line? I did the DraftKings new customer deposit $5, get $200 in free bets. And my goal was to come back with $100, and I only came back with 50 Wow. But it's 50 bucks. I put a crazy baseball parlay today that would have won me 450 bucks. No shit. What happened? The one that was the, it was a minus 150. The other ones were minus, two of them were minus 110. One of them was plus 170. And it was the minus 150 that didn't hit. Wow. It's beautiful. But the other ones all hit. I don't even know baseball. I just click random ones. (laughs) Because I feel (laughs) like baseball is so unpredictable. Yeah. Somebody could just True. go off randomly. Yeah. Somebody, because they have so many games. Like yeah. some teams just show up and they're like, yeah, we're not playing today. Yeah, we're going to put. Sometimes I've been watching more baseball, which is weird because I don't even like baseball, but we don't have any sports. And they put like random position players at pitcher sometimes. Yeah. When they just, they're just like, we're going to lose this game. And we're just going to put random players. Put the scrub in. And, the, uh, like, and they throw 50 mile per hour pitches. They don't even pitch. Like, it's crazy. Sometimes you got to sacrifice. They're just tossing it. But, yeah, Wyndham Clark won the U.S. Open. I didn't even know who that was before this weekend. but I was Still kinda, don't. I was kind of <laughs> happy he won, though. Like, his story is yeah. cool about how his mom got cancer and, like, he did all that for mm-hmm. in her mm-hmm. honor. That was cool to see. I yeah. literally don't know this guy. He's won, a couple, he looks like. <laughs> he's won a couple of tour events recently. Um, I'm pretty sure he's young and on the come up. This was his first uh, major win, though. 
I don't pay much attention to golf. Really, only watching it because you had it on for your parlays. Yeah, but. I'm big into golf. Well, I'm not really as much as I wish I was. But when I went to the one to the waste management, it made me realize how kind of interesting it is. Yeah, it was kind of fun to watch. Like mm-hmm. I was enjoying. Oh, it. Oh yeah, bro, it's so it's crazy insane. how good they are. Like, I know they have go- such good control of the ball. It's insane. Yeah, <laughs> we just went and played golf, and then we watched that and. Two completely different yeah. things. Do not so, put my game film up next to I'm there. pretty sure Hank could outdrive everyone on the PGA oh, yeah. Tour. Yeah. Do you guys, know, you guys know what the LIV is? The LIV Golf? Yeah. Live, yeah. Yeah. Then I think they just it's just co- LIV. Huh? I think it's just LIV. I don't I think, think they say live. live, to be honest. What? Yeah. They say live. They say live? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. I was wrong. I mean, I don't know if it stands for something, if it's abbreviation or what, but... I don't know. But the PGA Tour bought them out yeah after they would talk so much shit on them yeah. yeah and a lot of the pga golfers were pissed because they lost out on millions of dollars they could have made mm-hmm. going to live but they stayed loyal to pga mm-hmm. knowing they're making a lot less money but wanted to stay loyal to pga yeah. and then pga merges with them mm-hmm. it's like damn yeah they offered tiger like billions of dollars like literally multiple billions to go to live and he denied that's it. crazy like imagine he would have went there and then they merged and it's like Girl. just the same shit as him not going there yeah missing out on a billion all those dollars. other people that shifted over they were like geniuses right now there's like the lib <laughs> i don't know if i want to call it live or lib i'm going to keep calling it lib but they uh it's p- pissing me off teach their own buddy <laughs> the lib got exactly what they wanted they wanted i don't know what the terms are of like the buyout and stuff because they're really differently set up like i don't know if you guys know much about the lib but they're all on teams yeah they're all on teams of four, and then they like compete for an outright winner, but they also compete for team winners, and so it's like season standings too. Their season's really, really short. They have like half the season of golf, but they make tons more money. Yeah. So I don't know if I would assume that the PGA's they're gonna. What's gonna happen when they merge is they'll just pay the golfers more, but they'll keep golfing as much as they do on the PGA Tour. Because they golf like every week on the PGA Tour for like nine months of the year, I think. That might be wrong. That's just a full-blown guess. I have no idea. But So don't fact check me on that. But I know they golf a lot more. So it's interesting to see how that all work. But the live, L-I-V, fuck. They got exactly what they wanted. They created a league for one year and then now they're selling yeah, it. Crazy business move by them. Huge. They just finesse their the way Saudis into the game. Saudis know what they're doing. Yeah. They got a lot of money. Mm-hmm. They got a lot they of money. It's all fake Whatever they want. All right, one more thing I want to touch on. We'll go by it really fast because we really don't pay attention to it. But the College World Series is going on in Omaha, Nebraska, our home state right now. That's why I got Jersey on. Yep. Funny how Nebraska's not even in it, though. But yeah, I had a scholarship. <laughs> yeah. Baron Bama. Uh, <laughs> I went to the College World Series when I lived in Omaha. It was oh, pretty cool. Sick. I just went to a couple games. I want to go. Live it was super here. hot during that day, though, so I got sunburnt. But yeah. me and a bunch of friends traveled to it, and it was cool. Yeah. Cool experience. $9 beers, though, so I didn't even drink or anything. But Probably because you weren't 21. True. <laughs> true. But just a quick update on that. Florida is in the finals, and Wake Forest and LSU are battling right now to go to the finals against Florida. Um Wake Forest and LSU are tied right now, one to one, and a double elimination. So, Damn. I wins. like LSU. I don't even know, yep. but I like them. 
Yep. I like him too. I like him to win it all. Same. I'm betting that. I'm turning that fifty dollars into something else. There you go. Honey. Yes. (laughs) It's over. That's a wrap for ESPN. We are clocking out. I thought it was ESPN. What does the E mean in that? Uh, yeah, ZSPN. What does ZSPN stand for? Standard Sports, Sports, Sports Portal Network. <laughs> there you go. Uh, we'll, th- we'll think that one through. A yeah. Longer, but <laughs> we could just copy whatever ESPN's is. Xander's. Xander Sports Performance Networking. Xander Paulson Sports Network. Nope. That's ZP. SN. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, not bad though, ZBSN. But it, yeah, it doesn't have the same ring nah, to it. Yeah, we can't use the dun 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 if we're not doing. Yeah, see ya. All right, well that's a wrap. Have you guys heard about the submarine? What? Oh yeah. Oh, what? I haven't really heard anything about it. So Jenny, if you can give me some. What does that even mean? <laughs> Yeah. Have you heard about the submarine? Yeah, so I do know what a submarine is. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently, right now, so there's a submarine where they take people on tours to see the Titanic. What? In the ocean, and um, it's like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars per person to go on this oh, tour. Damn. And there's a Canadian billionaire that's on the tour, and then I think there's four total. I'm not sure exactly. I think there's four of them total in the submarine. But it went missing, and it's nowhere to be found. So there's a huge search like going to try to find them right now. And as of right now, their estimation is they have until tomorrow morning to find them until the oxygen and the submarine runs yeah, out. Yeah, that's so, crazy. Yeah, they're... Well, things go up. They're at pretty desperate times right now. But this is the thing. The submarine is controlled... <laughs> By like an Xbox controller. I saw that. That's how they control it. What? It's a Logitech controller. It looks just like an Xbox controller. That's dope. And they use that to control the submarine. And it's connected by like satellite. So, I mean, what if that controller just disconnected and the submarine just kept going and they have no control? Or if it just keeps going going down and it's already exploded? Yeah, we don't know. But, I mean, today is June 21st. We have until, so we'll know the result by the time this comes out, I'm assuming, if they find it yet. Because I think it took like. 25 or 75 years, something like that, to find the Titanic. It took a long time for them to find the remains of the Titanic. That would be so cool, though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if but today, the door opened, they would instantly die. Yeah, so they can't, like, obviously just come out, swim out. They're probably too deep, pressure. Yeah. They'd drown. But um, I saw something today that they're, like, doing a huge search, and the aircraft sensed knocking underwater, and it was, like, consistent, like, knocking. So they think they know the area it's in right now. But they haven't found them yet. But they pretty much have until right. tomorrow morning before the oxygen runs out if they're not already. Someone's dead. catching a lawsuit. They're probably some <laughs> rich ass people too if they can fork over two hundred fifty thousand to do that. So they're yeah. probably really looking for them. Yeah, and or conspiracy. These super rich people planned this and they faked their own death. Life. Insurance. That's smart. Boom. Life insurance. I have a lot of really good takes today. I think this might be my best ever podcast. <laughs> Dude, imagine how scary that would be being in a submarine under the ocean and knowing you have no way to get up. There's no way to communicate with anyone. You're strictly just waiting and depending on someone finding you by chance. I think that'd I think be so scary. Bro. I think before the oxygen went out, I would kill myself. No, fuck that. 
I would not want to die of suffocation. There's a chance. You How would that work? Do you it. slowly like pass out, or do you just like like space? You just don't have air, and you're dead. Instantly. You would not. Feel I it. bet you. Yeah, I bet you slowly pass out. So I bet it just fills up with carbon dioxide. To... How would you kill yourself? Because that's. I not... bet you there's <laughs> some <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I bet you. There's... I bet suffocating's way easier of a death than anything else. They have to no, I bet you they have stuff down there. Something I feel like sharp. suffocating. That's is... that's the knocking the aircraft. Was just banging head their head heads head. up against the side. I like suffocating. You want to be a hard death. You don't feel it that long. You feel what five seconds? You're out. But like having to gasp. If it if you had to if it was like space, where you were like trying to gasp for air. I feel like that's fake. But it's like when Think you're gonna choke out. Yeah. Like you you go black fast. Yeah. That's you true. only feel suffocating for what? A two three that's seconds. That's like a quick. Cut off of oxygen, though. I bet this is like a slowly the oxygen. Oh, that sucks. And take is less and less. Going and slowly. Brain dead. Oh yeah. My God. I, don't I don't know exactly. Know about that. I don't know the logistics. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, know about all that. I don't know if I could do that. That'd be so scary though. At nighttime, it's dark, and you're asleep in a submarine, either waiting to die or be saved. It's N- completely dark. Not knowing too. what the future holds. They're probably hallucinating. No light. Just. I bet they have oh lights God. in the submarine. They got lights. What if? The power went off. I feel like they did not plan this very well. <laughs> like, if the remote goes out, do they have, like, some kind of backup steering? No. They I do not it. get on a submarine if it's controlled by a Logitech remote. That's all I know. I don't know. That's scary, though, dude. That's scary. Prayers to them, hopefully. Yeah, that's They're crazy. found before yeah. it's too late. But we'll know the results by the time this comes out. Possibly. <laughs> I mean, that would if be they nuts. find them by then. Hey, like, I'm going to guess right now they found them. I'm putting it on they my bucket them? list. That's your prediction? Yeah. My prediction is Tyler. they faked their own death. My prediction is they faked their own death. But I'm putting that on my bucket list to go see the Titanic in a submarine. I don't want to after hearing this story. Oh, well, after hey, this, Tyler we get a dies, better submarine. Tyler dies, you know where he's at. If, Ireland this, on the golf course. <laughs> yeah, everybody better be taking more precautions. Yeah, after they're going to have a better submarine. Yeah, he's going to fake his own death over here, you see. Oh, yeah, one more Whoa. thing I want to touch on. <laughs> super, super quick. Um, Elon Musk commented on someone's post today. Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, it was like, uh, said he would fight Mark Zuckerberg in a cage match. Mark Zuckerberg Mark wipes Zuck- his ass with Mark him. Zuckerberg no. said, send yes. location. Yeah, so Dude, you see Mark working, bro. Yeah, I was going to ask you guys, who do you think Mark- has that? Actually, I think Elon is low-key a little bit chubby and he doesn't do anything. Mark Zuckerberg so. trains jiu-jitsu heavy every oh, single he day. And he trained. He won a, a jits competition. Yeah, like he would ago. fucking murder Elon Musk. See, before Mark Zuckerberg started getting into all this jujitsu stuff, I'd say Elon just because he's, he's a primal alpha athlete. Yeah, and a like big he's body. Bigger. But Mark Zuckerberg, I feel like has more skill because yeah. he trains MMA and stuff too. Like, yeah, he would not send that if he knew he would not win. Yeah, he said same location. <laughs> Damn. Fight of the billionaires, man. Yeah, I'd pay pay-per-view for that. Me too. Just get that one in. I'd see it on Twitter. So. It's got to be like stream. pink slips. Winner takes all the other person's income. Damn. Or net worth. <laughs> that would be nice. insane. All right, is that a wrap? Yeah. All right, that's a wrap, boys. Thanks for tuning Chili in to cheese. episode 10. We'll see you guys never. It's a decade, baby. <laughs>